Now, if you're interested in flipping houses, this is going to be the most comprehensive breakdown of flipping houses that you've ever seen. Because on this video, I'm gonna break down the top five ways to flip real estate. Jerry Norton here, and on this video, we're gonna break down the top five ways that you can flip real estate. Before we do that though, it's important that you understand that there are three different types of buyers that you can flip to. Now, this is really important because you're gonna tailor craft your strategy based on these different buyers. You could do a combination of any of the three. You could focus on one niche type of buyer, but really what I wanna do is I wanna help you get the full picture of what it looks like to flip real estate to a buyer. Now, let's let's first kind of define what it means when we say flipping real estate. Flipping is a short-term strategy. The idea is, is we're gonna get in, we're gonna get out as quick as we can. And there's a few different ways that we can flip real estate, which we're gonna cover on this video today. But what you really need to understand is this is not a long-term strategy, it's a short-term strategy where we're gonna turn that property as quickly as we can. Before you can define that, before you can understand what that process really looks like, you need to know that there are three different buyers. Let's break it down. First, we're gonna cover buy and hold investor, right? This is an investor that's going to keep the property long-term for rental cash flow. And the way this buyer thinks and acts is unique and it's important that you understand that. So what I've done is I've broken it down into four different levels of a buy and hold investor. So what I mean by that is not all buy and hold investors are created equally. Buy and hold investors have different strategies and different niches for how they hold property and rent it out. So first is what I call a D market uh, buy and hold investor, meaning that they invest in D markets. Now D market is what I define as slumlords, right? This is low end, low income market type of properties. Think like inner city Detroit. Think inner city Chicago. These are investors that like that really low income type of investment property. The next step up from the bottom would be our C level. Now this might be, you know, your 80,000 to $100,000 price point, right? It's it's around that slightly below, maybe a little bit over 100,000 in value. So think of a neighborhood where home, home values are around 100,000. Next is our B neighborhoods. Now we're stepping up, right? This is a 200,000 to 300,000 price point. And then we have our a neighborhoods, which are the over 300,000 kind of getting up into our high end. Now, as a flipper, we're going to cover this in a minute. You need to know that these buy and hold investors, that there's these different levels. Okay. So keep that in mind. We're going to come back to that. Okay. Now the second type of buyer that we can flip houses to is the fix and flip investor. Now what's the fix and flip investor? They're actually going to buy the property, acquire the property. They're going to fix it up and then they're going to flip it to a retail buyer. We call those fix and flip investors. So again, we have four levels as well. It kind of mirrors a little bit what the buy and hold investors do. We have what I call our low income fix and flippers. They like to flip in the under $100,000 price point. That's their niche, that's their specialty. They buy, fix, and sell retail in the under 100,000. Then we have our mid-level fix and flippers. They like the 100 to 300,000. Then we have our high level market fix and flippers and they are the 300,000 to the 600,000 price point. And then we have our luxury fix and flippers and they're the over 600,000. Now, I'm, 
I'm generalizing a bit. Every market's gonna be a little bit different, but you get the point. You have low, mid, high, and luxury fix and flippers. So that's important to understand. And the third type of buyer that we have is a retail buyer. Now, a retail buyer, there are three different types of buyers there as well. There is the bargain hunter. Now, bargain hunter is someone that will, they're, they're looking for that deal, right? They wanna buy a house that's below market value. And they don't care if it's update, if it's outdated. They don't care if it needs new carpet and paint and cabinets. They don't care about any of that. They want a deal. They're actually competition to most investors because they can pay a little bit more, but they want that same kind of a deal that investors look for. The second type of retail buyer is a functional buyer. Now, this means that it, the house needs to be what we call lendable, right? It means you can get a loan on that house. It can still be dated. You know, maybe it needs carpet and paint. They're gonna fix that stuff up themselves. It's not hammered where it needs like a new roof and major things. It's functional, it works fine, it's clean, it's just a little bit dated. That type of buyer is also looking for a bit of a discount. They want kind of a deal. And then the third one is a like new buyer, like new construction. They want everything brand new. They want it turnkey, they want it move in ready. They want everything updated. They want it to the current, what's popular right now, what the trends are with the colors and the tile and the, and the granite countertops, they want all of that. They want basically a new construction home. So now that we've got a kind of an understanding of our three different types Types of buyers, let's now dive in and talk about the five different ways that we can flip real estate to these different buyers. There are two different ways that we can flip real estate. One is wholesaling, which is where you get the contract and then you're going to flip your contract. Fix and flip then is where you're going to be doing some sort of improvements and then reselling the property. The biggest distinction you need to understand is wholesaling, there are no improvements made on the property. You're not physically going to be fixing up anything. And then fix and flip is some level of renovation. I don't care if you go in and you broom sweep the place. As soon as you touch it, now you're into the fix and flip category. Category, okay. All right. So we have wholesaling, which is not do anything to the property and flip it. And we have fix and flip, which is make some type of improvement and then flip it. So let's start with wholesaling. First way that we can flip real estate is what we call a single close to an investor. What that means is we're going to get the contract. We're going to assign our contract to that investor and it could be a buy and hold investor. Remember the four different levels, it could be that D, C, B or A level buy and hold investor, or it could be a fix and flipper that specializes in the low, mid, high and luxury markets as well. So either type of investor, we can do a single closing to assign our contract, one closing, we walk out of there with a wholesale fee and we're done. The second type of way to flip real estate is doing a double closing again to an investor. Now this is where we're gonna actually close on the purchase of the property as the buyer, then turn around and do a second closing and then sell it, resell it, right? To a buy and hold investor or a fix and flip investor. When we do a double closing, we're still not touching the property. We're not doing any improvements on the property. We're just closing the transaction in two closings rather than one. Now I want you to watch this video here to understand really the difference between single closings and double closings, the pros and cons, why it would make sense sometimes to do a single closing or a double closing instead of a single closing. The number one way between the two is obviously a single closing because then you don't have to close as the buyer, turn around and resell it as the seller. You can just do one closing, walk out with your check and you're done, right? It's really nice. But both of these ways are to investors, buy and hold or fix and flip. 
Now, the third way that we can flip real estate is doing a double close to a retail buyer. So we often call this wholetailing because we're going to wholesale it retail, right? It's a, it's a common term, but basically what we're going to do is we're going to have to do a double close. We're going to have to buy it. Typically what you do is once you close on the sale as the buyer, then you turn around and you market it usually on the MLS and you're looking for that retail buyer, usually the bargain hunter or the functional buyer. You're probably not gonna wholetail to a like new buyer because it's not like new, right? It, does, it needs everything updated to be like new. But you can often wholetail a property to a bargain hunter who's looking for a deal or a functional buyer. If the house is really clean, doesn't really need anything, maybe it's a little dated, but it's functional, it's lendable, then you could wholetail to that retail buyer. It does mean that you have to close, you know, fund it, put it back on the market, on the MLS. This is a strategy. It's very common. A lot of wholesalers do this. So it's a method that you really want to learn about as you start to do more wholesale deals. And then let's move over here to fix and flip. The fourth way that we can flip real estate, we can actually fix and flip a property and sell it to a buy and hold investor. And we often call this turnkey rentals. There are certain segment of buy and hold investors that they don't want to buy it. They don't want to get it fixed up and rented. They don't want to do any of that, but they have capital. They want to invest in long-term rental properties and they will gladly buy the property already fixed up with a tenant in it ready to go producing cash flow. I did hundreds of these deals when I first got started in Detroit where I would buy it, fix it up, put a tenant in it, property management in place, and then I would sell it to a turnkey buy and hold investor. But the more common way, the fifth way that we can flip real estate is with fix and flip is just to a retail buyer. So you buy it, you fix it up, you put it back on the market, you sell it to a retail buyer. When it comes to fix and flip retail, you're probably going to focus on one of two methods. You're either going to do a functional fix and flip or a like new fix and flip or some variation. So functional would just be carpet and paint. I call this lipstick on a pig, right? You're going to go in, you're going to spruce it up, fix a couple things maybe that aren't working and you're done. You're going to price it below market a little bit. Look for that functional buyer that's looking for a deal. Like new would be replacing everything, right? You're going to go in and you're going to basically make it all updated, all like new, and you're going to be going for top of the market. So that's the five different ways that you can flip real estate. Your job as a flipper is to figure out what your niche is. Where do you want to specialize? When I first got started, here's what I did. I, I did single closings to buy and hold investors that were D and C level. I started in Detroit. I'd buy a house for 5000 literally $5,000. I would wholesale it to a slumlord for $10,000. I'd make $5,000. That was my niche. That's what I focused on. I got really good at that. I did five or so of those every single a month by myself, no team, just driving around, flipping in the slums. And it worked really well. I've transitioned from where I started with low income in Detroit wholesaling. Now I'm on the complete other end of the spectrum. I like to do million dollar like new flips and I like to do new construction over a million dollars. I've gone the complete other end of the spectrum and I've done pretty much everything in between over the past 15 years as a full-time flipper. What I wanna do is just kind of open your mind to the possibilities to all the different ways that you can flip real estate. And now you need to decide, where do I start? Let's get started. Where do I want to niche out? I believe in having a niche. As you get really good at that niche, then you can start to expand a little bit, start to do other types of flipping like I've done. I didn't start out doing luxury million dollar homes. It's taken me 15 years to get to that point. I've transitioned very slowly over the years. You know, whatever niche that you decide to focus on, whether it's wholesaling, low end, whether it's all the way to the other end of the spectrum like me where you're gonna fix and flip high end and luxury homes, 
Whatever it looks like for you, wherever you want to start or focus on today, one of the things that you're going to need to do to do it well and to do it successfully, you need to be organized, you need to automate as many of the processes as you can, and you need to streamline your business. That way it frees your time so that you can really live your dream life, have the lifestyle of your dreams, make a lot of money, continually make more money without overworking. And that's been my focus with my business from day one. How do I grow the business? How do I make more money without overworking so that I can have time with my family and doing the things that really matter to me in my life? And the way I've been able to do that is with Flipster. Now, if you don't know what Flipster is, it's the number one house flipping deal management platform on the planet. It organizes, streamlines, and automates all of the steps to flipping houses for you. What's awesome about it is it doesn't only do that, it also finds and funds deals for you. So you owe it to yourself to check it out. Just click the link in the description and see if it's right for you. And listen, if you want to make more money and do it even faster, then subscribe to my YouTube channel. Click the bell icon to get notified when new videos are released. Here's what I want you to do next. I want you to watch this video right here where I'm going to talk about what it takes to grow a successful real estate business flipping houses. Now, there are two main requirements that you need to scale or grow your flipping business so that you can continually make money and continually create the lifestyle that you really want. And that's what this is all about. So watch that video and I'll see you on the next video.